This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Swung on Lars to left field deep. Fam going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. A miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth cap by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, welcome back to the Coliseum. Ken Korak with Vince and Ray and Townie. After four hours and 13 minutes tonight, the A's get up off the deck as the Astros had scored a run in the top of the 13th inning, but J.B. Wendelkin was in trouble after the run scored, but got the A's to the bottom of the 13th down by just the run. Of course, the runner uh, placed at second base. That was Matt Chapman, but eventually the A's were down to their final strike with Austin Allen, the rookie catcher who had just delivered his first big league home run the other night against Texas to give the A's the lead. But down to their last strike and trailing by a run, he delivered a line drive base hit to left center. Eventually, the A's would load the bases for Simeon's heroics with a line shot perfectly placed into right center field, scoring Grossman from third, and the A's had won it. And this is quite a run by the A's. And as we said earlier, uh, the A's have not been robust hitting. I mean, they only had two hits with runners in scoring position tonight, but they got great pitching again. The pitching has just been sensational. And the timely hitting, the clutch hits by Allen and, and uh, Simeon in the 13th. And the A's are 6-1 now. Six of their 10 wins have been by either one run or two runs. So they're 6-1 in the one and two run decisions. They're 3-0 and in the one run games. And they're 3-0 and in extra innings. And that's a pretty good prescription for a very good year. As the A's remain the only team over 500 in the American League West, and they lead the uh, Astros by three and a half games. So 3-2 A's over the Astros. This is the A's Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage as the Clubhouse Show continues after this. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. This is A's Clubhouse. There is so much to break down in this game. Chris Townsend with you here on the Ace Clubhouse Show with Ken Korak, the voice of your Oakland Athletics. 
We're going to take your phone calls at 510-956-3700. The game could have gone in multiple ways. Uh, When we're going to look at this uh, for the athletics, it's, it's, you know, struggles with runners in scoring position in so many different innings, going three for 19, leaving a total of 18 runners on base. But in the end, it was Austin Allen who was clutch, and the A's would get the victory. And really, Ken, that's where we talk about this thing. It's like a football season, and a football season, you don't care how you win. You just care about getting the W. And it starts with pitching, too, right, Chris? Because even though Wendelkin gave up that run in the 13th inning, it was the runner who was placed at second, so that was not an earned run. So the A's to the top offensive team in the league, uh, the team that has averaged the most runs per game in baseball so far, they were held to just one earned run today, and that came early in the game in the third inning. And once again, I mean, Bassett was great. The rest of the bullpen when Delkin had to be stretched out because the A's were a little thin down in the pen tonight, Chris, to go three innings and get the win. And, yeah, a lot of frustration both ways. I mean, futility offensively for much of the game. But, boy, Austin Allen, uh, to come through twice now and to be in a situation where you're down to your last strike uh, with the runner at third and you're down by a run in the 13th inning to come through with a, you know, go the other way to left center. And uh, it was a great win for the Athletics. And, you know, the other, the other thing, too, was that, that they played great defense again. And the play that Chapman made on Altuve's ball in the 10th inning, who knows what would have happened with this game if he doesn't make that play. Are you ready for a little bullpen math? <laughs> yeah, let's go. They're 7-0 with a 1.62 ERA. And in the last 31 and two-thirds innings, the bullpen has a 0.57 ERA. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just been phenomenal. It's been the story of the season so far. Well, also the story of the season. So the Athletics would be down one to nothing in the top of the third, and we would just have runners in scoring position every single inning. Second, third, fourth. Bases loaded in the fifth, nothing happened. A leadoff triple in the sixth and could not score. So basically from the second inning to the sixth inning, they had runners in scoring position and couldn't do anything. But then second batter of the bottom of the seventh, Robbie Grossman would step to the plate and hit his first dinger of the season. Fastball belted deep right center field by Grossman. Back on it is Reddick at the wall. Tie game! An ambush by Robbie Grossman on Josh James. Turns around 96 and ties the game at one. Long, loud, and gone. Robbie Grossman has been absolutely fantastic this season. He talked about the extra time to get healthy, get strong, get the extra work done down in Houston. Worked out with a, a lot with our guy Jed Lowry. And who I was so happy for was Chris Bassett, because Chris Bassett continues to be an absolute stud, Ken. Seven innings, only gave up the one run. I mean, he looks great. Ever since that outing that we saw in San Francisco in the Bay Bridge Series to now, Chris Bassett has been just phenomenal in three starts. He has a 1.08 ERA. Look at these ERAs for the guys who pitched tonight, Chris. Bassett, 108. Soria, 0. Hendricks, 1.23. Diekman, 0. Wendelkin zero. Is that any good? Yeah, <laughs> that's it's pretty impressive. 
You mentioned that play in the 10th inning because this is what putting the runner on second base means there's instant excitement. You know, I mean, this game, the way, I, I mean, let's face it, the young relievers, these guys that, you know, no one's really ever heard of, you got to give them credit, a bunch of these relievers that they had for, for, for the Astros. But, I mean, if we didn't have a runner on second, this thing may have gone 20 the way these guys were all throwing coming out of the bullpen. But the play you're talking about in the 10th, wow, Altuve in the 5.5 hole is robbed by Matt Chapman. Three balls and a strike to Altuve, the pitch from Diekman. Fastball ground to left side, diving for his Chapman. He's got it. He's up over to first in time. He gets Altuve, and the A's keep the Astros off the board. A spectacular play by the A's Platinum Glover at third base and just at the right time. Give it to him again right now on that play. One run wins it. Bottom of the 10th. 1-1 tie. Uh, Not shocked at all. Are you, Ken? No, and that's one of the reasons I think the A's are a good team. Well, we know that, but also in the extra frames. You start with the runner at second base. It's nobody out. There's an even greater premium on defense at the corners. And the A's are the best in the league there. And it's just just a lot of just really good pitching tonight, especially by these bullpens. And no one wanted to give. And, and, and this rule is really going to teach a lot of relievers how to pitch with runners on base. Because I think that's something that we're so used to giving guys clean innings that now when we get into extra innings, every single time you're coming on, you're coming on with, with a runner on. So yeah, you're yeah. always going to have somebody there, and a lot of stuff's mm-hmm. going to happen, intentional walks and strategy. And over time, it's going to make them immune, and they're just going to get used to it. Well, that kid and the kid Paredes, oh. who was pitching in his sixth major league game for the Astros, you know, very little experience even at the higher levels of the minor leagues. And they just had tons of traffic against him, and he strikes out five batters in two innings. And, you know, I really think with this rule, Chris, and I haven't seen every game, of course, but that the team that has won generally has deserved to win. In other words, you think that something fluky might decide a game when you do something contrived like this. You change the game completely by starting the runner at second base. But you look at tonight... The A's were the better team in the 13th inning than the Astros were. So from that standpoint, they deserve to win this game. I mean, Steve Sparks told us today, uh, broadcaster for the Astros, former athletic and longtime knuckleballer, he told us, you know, 12 games in, they've had nine pitchers make their MLB debut in no, 12 games. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, Dusty's had a little bit of a tough time over there. But, uh, <laughs> you know, they still have a very good offensive team. And to hold these guys down like, like the A's did, I mean, that, that was a pretty awfully good uh, pitching performance by the A's. Yeah, Dusty's looking down there and going, where's Rob Nin? I need Rob yeah, Nin. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, as you said, Austin Allen, who had the big home run in the 13th, he's down to his last strike. I'm sure a lot of people thought, oh, no, this is it. But that's not the case. And Snead peeks over his shoulder at Grossman at first. And the 0-2 delivery is on the way, and it's swung a line to left for a base hit tie game. Chapman has scored. Grossman's going from first to third, and the throw, and it's not in time. And with the A's down to their final strike in the bottom of the 13th inning, the rookie Austin Allen delivers a line drive base hit to left center, and it's 2-2 two to two in the bottom of the 13th. How do you like that? 
That is unbelievable. Gee, I wish Grossman would have stolen second now. <laughs> yeah, right. It was actually a pretty close play in third base. Yes, it was. Trying to go from first to third. Before wow. that swing, the Athletics tonight were one for 17 with runners in scoring position. Can you believe it, Ken, that we had multiple times tonight? Nobody has ever hit three walk-off grand slams in a season. They had a Nobody. shot. They had a shot at it. They right? Did. They had, like, what, three shots at it? I mean, to think that they could have done it again, it's like, it's unbelievable. But uh, if anybody needed a big hit, it was Marcus Simeon, and he got it. Sneed from the stretch. Turns, throws, and it's swung on. Hit to right center field. Deep in the alley. That's going to get down in the A's and won the game. They've come back with two in the bottom of the 13th inning on a line drive up the alley in right center, falling between the right fielder Reddick and the center fielder Straw. And the A's with a two-run bottom of the 13th have beaten the Astros by the final of 3-2. And, Ken, it's the exact same hit that Marcus Simeon got way back in the third inning, as Vince said. Perfect hit going to right center. He does it again here in the 13th. And what a game for the Athletics to come back and win this one. This is the most vulnerable we've seen the Houston Astros in years. Yeah, Robbie Grossman scores the winning run from third base there. I mean, gone from first to third. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to get him, this is the year. Right? I mean, the offensive cast is still the same, although Springer was hurt with a wrist, didn't play tonight. But, yeah, I mean, the ton of injuries, their pitching is not the same. And there were some question marks about that even when the season began. If they had been healthy, Wade Miley has moved on. Obviously, Garrett Cole is gone. So um, I really thought this would be a year where the A's could, could catch them and pass them. And now the A's have, you know, we've still got time to go. And these clubs have nine games left against each other. But uh, you're up three and a half, and uh, the A's have played 14 games, and 10 and four is pretty good. And one thing that we can look at is strategy. They had the strategy to not have Grinky pitch against his old team, Arizona, save him for this game, and they end up losing to Arizona and now losing to the A's, so their strategy completely backfired. And they lost both games by the, with their bullpen. And Granke pitched great. Yeah. He really did. I mean, he pitched great twice against the A's after the trade. He pitched great tonight. Granke's like he's got a computer in his brain, right? Because he knows A's had traffic against him, especially as he gone out, went out into the start. You know, they had the bases loaded in the fifth inning. And he got out of it, double play. The A's had a leadoff triple by Laureano. In the sixth, he gets back-to-back strikeouts after that. And he, he just seems, he's, he, you know, he's really into the, kind of the science of pitching, Chris. So he knows with every hitter, every situation, exactly the, what he wants to throw, the sequence of pitches, where he wants to throw the pitches, what pitches to throw. So, I mean, he, he's, he's throwing 87, 88, 86 with his fastball. And he's shutting people out. You know, Steve Sparks, uh, going back to him once again, like what he told us, he goes, Grinky's going to give you six, and then after that, that's when the real game starts. After that, who knows, right? And the A's have a much better bullpen. I don't think there's any question about that. No doubt. All right, the A's right, with the win. Tonight, sleep fast. Three to two, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow, Ken Korak. Sleep, sleep fast, Mr. Townsend. We'll talk <laughs> to you tomorrow. All right, buddy. Thanks. 
I can't sleep fast. I got calls to take. I got Bob I Melvin it. to play. I got. I I'll got, be listening. I'll I be got, listening on the way home, pal. I, I got Vinny with Chris Bassett. We're going all night. I love it. See ya. All right, man. The voice of your Oakland Athletics, Ken Korak, the voice of summer. The number is 510-956-3700. Let's go to Gene in Oakland. Lead us off here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Go ahead. Am I on? All right. Hey. So uh, I'm I'm thinking that the baseball gods are uh, – are punishing Houston for what they got away with, you know, stealing that World Series two years ago. So, uh, so tough, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy uh, for what happened tonight. I thought this was their only really good chance to beat us in this series. If uh, I, I'm seeing, I'm smelling a sweep of, the, of these guys. Ooh. And the other, the other, the other point, the point I want to make is that I'm liking a lot of the. I'm really loving this season, not just because we're playing so well, but I'm liking the changes. I really like the placing the guy at second base uh, to start off, start off the innings, in uh, in uh, you know uh, extra innings. Uh, you know that adds so much more excitement, so much drama, and it's and it's you know it's making the games. Uh, you know, end sooner. I mean, a game like this a year ago probably wouldn't have ended till midnight, you know, and it would have been dragging on and on and on. But having that guy at second, I I think it's a, I think it's a great idea. And I, and I hope they stay with it, you know, Uh, and I've been, you know, I'm an old guy. I've been following the game since the fifties, but I've never been a traditionalist. I, I, my feeling about anything is if you can do it better, do it. Uh, you know, I mean, back when I first started, there were 154 games, two leagues. They changed it to 162. They broke it up into divisions. You know, they uh, they added the DH and the playoffs. And, and every time they did any of this, I loved it. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm what I'm really liking about this season, as much as anything, is that it's it's really a sprint versus the marathon that we usually experience. And And sprints are more exciting. I mean, you know. Every game, like you say, is worth what two point seven or two point nine. Uh, what what games were worth last year? I mean, I'm I'm just toying with the idea in my head of, you know, what if you, what if you broke up a season into into two halves, you know, like a two eighty one um, uh, game seasons, and then had playoffs for the winners of each at the end of the year, or or something like that, something that would add more excitement, more urgency more drama, more value to each of the games. You know what I mean? Um, anyways, that's just throwing out some ideas. You know, the, the game has been kind of lagging, at least for the, for the young set, the, you know, uh, and you know, I, I think, I think we should throw the whole thing open to whatever, whatever ideas we can come up with or whatever, we, however we can be creative to, to really add more excitement to the game. Bravo to Eugene. Thank you for the phone call. I agree with you. People like tournaments. That's just a reality. And the old guard who doesn't want to change. You know, I don't know how much of it is the fans versus the people who work inside the game in the media, who, by the way, they don't buy tickets anyway. So I don't know truly what their opinions matter. Fans like this. So this should stay. Fan, fan, fans, this, this is something fans like. It's not going anywhere. And I talk about it all the time. 
The 16-team playoff, fans are going to like it. What Gene just said, maybe two different halves. They do that in the minor leagues. Uh, Give more excitement. This whole, it's 100. Put it this way, no one wants to hear about a marathon. Hate to tell you, old guard, nobody wants to hear about a marathon. How many people like running marathons? Very few. I've never run a marathon, never going to run a marathon. Don't want to run a marathon. It's the bottom line. We need to spice things up. We need to change the menu. And we're starting to see what this produces. Can you imagine if we didn't have a runner on second tonight? We could still be going. Oh, and by the way, these 610 starts, love them. Forget 705, 711, Dodger Stadium, 730. No, we should 610. This should be a total change. The number is 510-956-3700. What? Robert, you're in my ear saying what? Coming up next, we're going to take your phone calls at 510-956-3700. We're also going to hear Vince Catronio with Chris Bassett. That's all coming your way right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, A's fans, Jessica Kleinschmidt here, and I want you to check out Bok Talk, NBC Sports Bay Area's baseball podcast hosted by yours truly. Listen as I talk all things baseball, discuss happenings around the league, and interview very special guests. We've got players, former players, industry professionals, and some of your favorite A's players will join me as well. Subscribe and download and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Bok Talk, part of the NBC Sports Podcast Network. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. Want a more exciting checking account? First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with a free rewards checking account. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union is giving you no monthly fee, no minimum balance, pays interest, and earns up to double points on a Visa rewards card. Redeem points for gift cards, travel, merchandise, even cash. Better yet, for a limited time, they'll give you $100 to open an account and use it. Open an account online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCU. The A's Taj Tashambe will moderate a weekly segment called A Conversation About Race, Reflection and Action on the A's YouTube channel. The segment will feature community members, current and former players, and elected officials. Check it out on the A's YouTube channel and watch past conversations at athletics.com slash black lives matter. That's athletics.com slash black lives matter. Show. All right, we're going to get back to the phone calls at 510-956-3700. You want to talk about this exciting, just wild win tonight uh, over the Houston Astros. But before we do that, Chris Bassett, what he has meant to this team, how good he has become. He's not leaving this rotation anytime soon. Seven innings, gave up one run, struck out three. Here's the big right-hander with Vinny. Tony, thanks. Chris Bassett set the tone with seven strong innings, allowing one run, three hits, an entertaining 
if not long, 3-2 victory in 13, and he joins us now. And Chris, it, it just looked to me when you came out of the bullpen preparing for this game that there was you just had something in your eye that you were really ready for this. People were asking you about the Astros game. You said, I'm not going to fall in the trap. I'm going to go to work. How do you feel how you got that done tonight? Yeah, I, again, it was literally that. I was thinking, I don't really care what they've done in the past. Um, we have a really good thing going here. I think this is was an eight-game win streak now, and I just basically walked in saying, I don't I don't know how I'm going to get this done, but I'm going to get this done. Well, we're not going to lose this game tonight. Um, obviously, it took a little longer than expected, but gosh dang, I mean, our, our, our team is grinding their butts off to get these wins, and I think – once we start really clicking, this is going to pay just huge dividends for us. Yeah. yeah. How, how is this helping everything come together? Because you're getting contributions, a lot of different areas, guys that are even new to the organization, new to the club that are coming up in big moments to, to go along with the guys that you normally talk about on the team. Yeah. Again, it just, I, I think you walk onto this team and you see how hard Simeon and Chapman and Olsen and the, and the cornerstone guys for us, how hard they work. And you have Austin and these guys just jump on that bandwagon and we keep going. So, I mean, I think Austin walks to the plate there. Everyone has confidence in him because, again, he's shown up and he's he's worked his absolute butt off. So uh, it's exciting. I mean, you see, you see Tony freaking have unbelievable bats and unbelievable takes. And he's just grinding out every at bat and how good he is defensively. I mean, it's everyone that's come here has really bought in. It's It's been an awesome group to work with. Four hours and 13 minutes, and you gave uh, all you could with a seventh strong. Where are you for the remainder of the game watching this thing go back and forth? Yeah, I was uh, in the locker room just watching the, the camera angle that the MLB allows us to watch. And it seemed like every inning I got a little buddy from the bullpen down there to watch me with me. So we had a little audience in the, in the um, clubhouse just watching the game and obviously the bigger cheer section at the end. What does it mean just to, to win game one of the series? This is the team you got to go through. Whatever the noise was from before, you've got 10 games with them. This was game one, and you win your seventh game in a row and do it in this fashion. What, what's, what's the buildup for that? What does that mean? Yeah, uh, we want to win this series. Um, we want to win every single game against the Astros um, for obvious reasons, not just divisionally and all that stuff. But, I mean, obviously winning game one's huge. No, I mean – I think we are extremely confident walking in the next two games with Montas and Lazardo that you're going to have possibly the best two arms that we have in the organization against you. So uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun baseball, I think, the next two days for, for Oakland, to say the least. Well, you, you set the tone with seven strong tonight against a lineup that was leading the league and the run scored you allowed only one. The leadoff man didn't get on at all tonight against you. And that's, as you know, for what you do, that's a pretty big deal. Well done tonight. CB, thanks for the visit. Thank you. Chris Bassett joining us. Townie, what a night. 3-2, the A's win it, and now back to you. Seabass. All right, the number is 510-956-3700. Let's go to Todd in Arizona. You're on the A's Clubhouse Show, which, of course, is presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Hey, Townie, how you doing? Wonderful. Hey, uh, I called you a couple nights ago, and I told you my heart was on its last thread. Well, that uh, thread snapped tonight, so uh, <laughs> we're going to have to uh, reevaluate and uh, come back in a couple days. But, um, you know, can't say enough about that bullpen, you know, especially once you got into the later innings. 
you know, once you started getting that runner on second, you know, it's, that's a single away from scoring, you know, the game, game winning run, you know, the way the offense was hitting is, you know, it was kind of, kind of shaky, you know, kind of shaky. Um, but I'm glad that Simeon got that game winning hit, you know, um, talking about someone who needed to make something happen, you know, with the slump that he's been in to start the year, it was great to watch him get that hit, you know, um, but I think the the big MVP award tonight has to go to obviously Bassett, but JB Will Delkin held his own for three innings. Yeah, <laughs> you know um, that uh, that run that he did get. I mean, that's going to happen. You know, that could happen to anyone on this staff. But you know, three innings, three solid innings, probably uh, a little more than we'd like him to have at this point. You know, but um, he pitched a hell of a game. And, you know, it's nice having, an arm, you know, these arms in the bullpen. You know, last year we, we were always talking about next year with the starting rotation. And, you know, what can we do to improve the bullpen? And you brought in uh, TJ McFarlane and you, have, you brought back a bunch of arms. This is almost, I would say, what, and, and you could probably agree with, this is almost the same bullpen that we had last year minus uh, training. And um, we haven't really seen too much of Lou Trevino, but... I mean, you know, this is almost the same bullpen as last year. It's great seeing these guys make the strides to improve. And you know what? It's showing out there every night, and they're doing a hell of a job, and I hope they keep it up. Yeah, and it just shows, and thank you for the phone call, Todd. It just shows how finicky this whole thing is. You know, one year, it's absolutely lights out. Last year, all the blown saves, and back to this year, you're looking at the numbers that are just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, they're 7 and 0 with a 1.62 ERA. Last 31 and 2 thirds innings, they have a 0.57 ERA. I mean, they are just lights out and it is frustrating that like what was the one run they scored before the last inning was on a home run. Last couple games, everything's on a home run. I mean, you had a runner in scoring position in the second and in the third and in the fourth. You had bases loaded in the fifth. In the sixth, you had a leadoff triple you couldn't get in. And you don't score until Robbie Grossman goes yard to right center. It's just, you know, I I don't know how to change it, the mentality, whatever it is, but you got to be able to score runs other than hitting home runs. And they were three for 19 with runners in, in scoring position. And uh, hopefully, but they're winning. They've won seven in a row. And that's all that matters. We're going to be saying this for for a while. It's like a football season. You know, a football team, you don't care if you won the game, uh, you didn't score many touchdowns, and you got it on turnovers and field goals. And it was ugly. And your defense played great. And your offense stunk, but you won the game. You don't care. You don't care if it was a... An absolute, it was just, it was 45-42, and defense couldn't stop anybody. And you couldn't get to their quarterback. They couldn't get to your quarterback. You're flinging it all around the field. You don't care. In football, you just care about winning. Hey, we're 3-0, and we're 4-0, we're now 5-1, and and 6-2, and and now we're looking at going to the playoff. That's how football, and that's kind of what this season is like. This season is about just winning games. However you do it, who cares? It's 
pretty, like the Yankees have been winning kind of pretty with home runs and everything. Who can, just, just win. Because you're going to get in a tournament. And once you get into a tournament, all the stuff that happened during the regular season does not matter. And that's what's great about tournaments. And that's what people like about tournaments. And that's why what I can see about the old guard in baseball, they don't like that. They like the sprint. They, I mean, they like the, the marathon and, and these teams truly earned it. And, and, you know, over the marathon exposes people. Well, younger people and a lot of people, they like tournaments. And that's what we're going to have. And it's going to be fun. So you could have a great team that goes out and wins a bunch of games, and you could have a 500 team knock them off. It's, what, it's what's made the NCAA tournament, March Madness, what it is today. That's why bazillions of dollars are bet on it. That's why there's the television ratings are through the roof, because you don't know when the little mid-major can take down a big boy. And people love that stuff. They love tournaments, and we're going to have that this year. Can you imagine a 500 team knocking off the Yankees? I'd love that. <laughs> the Dodgers going down to somebody? I'd love that. Are you kidding me? I cannot wait. The number is 510-956-3700. If you're listening to a radio station and they're leaving us right now and you still want to hear Bob Melvin and you still want to hear Marcus Simeon and you still want to hear the stars of this game, go to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast. A win and 13 for the A's, 3-2 to two over the Houston Astros. They now lead the Strohs by three and a half games. Game 15 of a 60-game schedule tomorrow from the Coliseum. We'll continue with the A's Clubhouse Show, which, of course, is presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given. All the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. in the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. You're listening to A's Cast. It is Ace Cast and the Ace Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. All right. That's what we got going. We're taking your phone calls. 
and we got a lot of sound to play. But we want to get to you. And before we do that, it's time for station identification on the A's radio network. A's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Let's go to Aaron in New Jersey. All right, let's go to Greg in San Luis Obispo. Greg, are you there? I'm here, Townie. What's cracking, brother? Just another fantastic win for the Oakland A's. You know, seven in a row. And I got to say, down here in San Luis, we're on five games in a row for me picking up the post game and all of the great uh, A's cast. So we got two streaks going, and I want to keep it rolling. So it's uh, you pick the cardiac kids deliver again. I mean, never a dull moment with the A's. And uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm almost speechless. I got to give the guys credit because even – you know, two for 20 in scoring position and a bunch of guys hitting a buck 80, buck 90, 206. They never give up. You know, this ace team offensively grinds. They're just grinders and they could be down eight, nothing. They could be down one zip. They, they never throw in the towel. And, and it, it makes me proud to be an ace fan because of that reason. Um, a lot of these guys are mature beyond their years. And, and, and just to have that attitude of like, you know what, we can get it done. It's just uh, it's a pleasure to watch, and heck, we're two weeks into this thing, and my my heart's just bouncing out of my chest. I mean, what a great season it's been so far. Yeah, this was the thing we've been talking about, and, you know, when it was leading up to, well, I mean, it was about money. It should have been about the pandemic. It should have been about the virus. It should have been about the protocols, and, and kind of shame on both sides, that they should have let that should have been their main concern, but no, it's baseball, so everybody cares more about money. Luckily, now they're actually trying to do things better every minute of every day, trying to make it better and safer for everybody. But their first concern was always about the almighty dollar. So we went from 120 games to 100 games to 82 games, and then down it came down to 60. And we knew once you got to 60, 60 is going to be crazy. Because 60, <laughs> 60 games, I mean, in baseball, are you kidding me? And, you know, it, well, and I hate to pick on the old guard, but this is going to be an asterisk. Man, this is going to be the toughest championship maybe, maybe ever to win. What these players are having to go through and travel and a pandemic and, and some players testing positive and 16 teams in the playoffs, this is going to be one of the hardest championships to win. Let me tell you something. NBA season, they're just they, they 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 didn't play hockey. I mean, they're just doing the they're 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 playing for their championships. This is a this is a mini season, but you're doing it in such extreme conditions. I mean, this uh, whoever wins this, I'm not putting an asterisk. I think that's ridiculous. I'm going to say this was the toughest team, and probably this was the healthiest team. Yeah, I mean. Look- a great point you make on all those fronts. It's a pressure cooker in every game because, like you said, 60 games, I mean, a six-game, seven-game, eight-game losing streak, you're done. You know, you, you can't afford to have that, and you're going to see that in a 160-game season. You're going to see a five-game skid. You're going to see a, you know, a seven- or eight-game skid. But you have that in a 60-game season, you know, you're packing your bags and getting ready for 2021. So I agree with you. It, it's not going to be an asterisk. It's going to be a, a, a hard-earned, healthy team that that grinds out at bats and and finds multiple ways to win obviously our pitching that's the headline that's been the mvp of this team it's obvious that the team's not hitting on all cylinders offensively if you want to talk about that but 
it's going to be the mentally tough team that grinds and doesn't get down on themselves and really takes advantage of home games, takes advantage of weaker opponents like we've done. Um, like I said, it's just been such an exciting season. We got to play, uh, of course, offensively, we got to play better against teams like the Astros. We got the Padres coming, the Dodgers, you know, I don't know if we play the Twins yet this year, but we're going to have to hit better. I think all the guys know that. Anybody that watches the game knows that. When we play the better teams, obviously we're going to need our great pitching, but we're going to have to hit better. And the one thing I really want to see the A's do, and it frustrates the heck out of me because they've been doing this for the last couple of years now with this core group, is they got a situational hit better. they got to pick up the sack fly. they got to move guys over. You can't strike out with the bases loaded, man. you got to put the ball in play. And I think that's the one thing that offensively these guys just swing from the heels and they got to realize, man, base is loaded, choke up and put the ball in play. You know, lift that ball in the outfield with one out and get that guy from third home. And I think if we can do that, you know, obviously we're winning ugly right now, but I agree with you. There's no such thing as winning ugly when you got a 60-game schedule. Winning is winning. But I just hope offensively, with the struggles we've had, if we can generate runs better with, you know, I love seeing Kent put that, that bunt down in the extra innings. That was awesome. we got to find a way to generate runs, stack flies, moving guys over, and, uh, like the cardiac kids, man. Like I said, the heart's jumping out of my chest. It was a great night. It's hard to complain when you won seven in a row. But let me say, Townie, keep up the good work and uh, green and gold all day. San Luis is representing. Thanks, bud. Love it. Thanks, Greg. And if you start to get innings from your starters, boy, how that's going to change the game. If you can get Bassett and you can get Montas, and you can get Fires. Because I don't know what you're going to get out of Manaya, and I clearly don't know what you're going to get out of Lazardo. But if you're getting, like, guaranteed six to seven innings between these three guys, knowing that next Thursday you got a day off, and maybe you can reset some stuff, That's going to be a big key for all these teams, too. I mean, we've talked about health, and we've talked about bullpen, and we want to get away from innings from your starters. But look at the advantage you get when someone gives you seven. It's huge. If you got seven last year from the from an A starter, you went 16-4. and four. There's just something about your starter going deeper gives you a better chance to win. So if you can get Montas and Fires and Bassett to give you those kinds of innings, maybe you have a guy like Mangden ready to go for like a tandem start. Or Smith, or somebody that can give you another three innings. So if Lazardo goes four, Smith gives you three. I mean, as of right now, three starts, Manaya's been done after three. Could you come in with Mingdon? Mingdon has done that in the past and has been successful. Let's go to Kev from Sacramento. Kev, welcome to oh. A's Talk. All right, thanks, Chris. You know, I want to talk about the A's tonight. Like, uh... I'm glad we got the victory, but this the style that A's play kind of scare me, especially like in October when we're going up against good teams. It's like can't come through with the clutch hit. It's like we, we get guys on second and third for less than two outs, and we can't get those runners home. Like 
that scares me. I think we need to do better cutting the bat on the ball or finding hitters that can. I think we need to get somebody during the trade deadline or something that can come through in the clutch and hit like Giambi or Tejada. I really think we need that in October. Because if you look at the last few years, the teams that won the ring had guys, proven hitters that can hit. Like, we got these 240 and 250 hitters, and they just whiff them when they come up. Like, well, we need somebody like Pete Rose said. We, we need somebody to come through to hit, come through in a clutch for us. Who just clutch. What do you think? I, I If you could add Jason Giambi or Miguel Tejada, that would be, that would be phenomenal, Kev. But I, I don't think those, it, those type players are going to be avail- available at the deadline. I don't think we don't we need those type of guy. I mean, even like a Jared, even like a Jared Larry we used to have. This guy, you know, or what about the guy from uh from uh the second baseman from uh from uh, Kansas City, uh, Medfeather? You think he he's available or something? We can trade for him. If you like, can need, get if you somebody. can get if you can get two hit with with Merrifield, uh, I'd take him any day of the week. If Billy Bean could pull that off, and I agree with you there. That would be a phenomenal pickup. Now you're talking about a guy that is always moving the line, getting base hits, making contact, causing havoc. If you could get him, I'd take that in a second. Yeah, I think we need a guy like that. I think he'll fit perfect. He had he led the majors the last two years with two hundred plus hits. Yeah, I'd love to have a guy like that. I mean that that's somebody that the A's you know, Marcus Simeon had such an incredible year last year. Uh, but if you add somebody, and the way Loriano's playing, but if you added a high-contact, high-volume hitter like that, boy, I, I would love – that's a good call. I would love that. I don't know what it's going to yeah. take to get him, but if they could get him basically for a month, uh, yeah. I mean, this is all about winning the World Series, right? Series, yeah. That's what I think. I mean, it's been too long for the A's since we won the World Series. Back in the days, we used to have studs, like – we need to get those type of guys again. Like, at least somebody in there that can hit like Loriano and Chapman. Because I think Loriano, he, he's a good hitter. I think Chappie, Chappie's just in the slump right now. He's going to come out of it, though. Yeah, I think I think the majority of the guys, I mean, I still kind of worry about Chris Davis and his at-bats. But, yeah, do I think Matt Chapman and Matt Olson and Marcus Simeon and these guys uh, are going to – uh, are they going to come out of this? I think no question about it. I just wanted to look at Whit Merrifield's contract. So 2020, he's making $5 million. Uh, next year, he's making uh, $6,750,000. And then he's got a team option in 2023 for ten point five. So as good as he is, he's not making huge money. So, Kev, thank you for the phone call. You call again. I like that suggestion. Let's go to Aaron in New Jersey. Aaron, we now got you here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Hey, Tony, how are you? We're doing great. It's 2.15 a.m. in here uh, in New Jersey, but that's not stopping me from talking to, uh, talking to you guys. So I just wanted to talk a little, about, uh, a little bit about Marcus Simeon. So, Obviously, we know he had the walk-off tonight, and I'm really hoping that serves as a pick-me-up for him going forward. But I'm still a little concerned about him. I mean, you look, his OPS is under .500. He has zero homers, only three RBIs. Uh, 13 out of his last 34 at-bats have resulted in a strikeout, and that's not the typical Simeon we know. So we know he's such an asset in the field, but 
how concerned are you about the way he's looking at the plate? Marcus Simeon? Yes, correct. Yeah, you know, uh, tonight with a double in the third, and then if it wasn't a walk-off, that would have been a double that would have cleared the bases. So I, I think he's coming along, and, and I think Marcus is going to be just fine. And th- today was one of those games that gets you going once again. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, I think this will be a, definitely a pick-me-up for him with the hit. Um, also, Chris Davis, I, I think he's starting to come around. I was happy to see he's not swinging in as many first pitches. I know in Ace Cast Live you talked about how he's been swinging on about three-quarters of the first pitches that he faces. So um, I'm kind of watching for that, and I think he's taken a few of those uh, first pitches not swinging at them. So I'm hoping him and Chappie and Ole start to turn it around and uh, you know, keep this, keep this winning streak going. I mean, this is equivalent to like a 21-game win streak with the 60-game season. So I'm excited. Last week I called, I was talking about panicking pressing the panic button, and then here we are riding high on a seven-game win streak. So uh, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. No, hey, hey, by the way, on the East Coast, two two twenty-two in the morning. That's <laughs> that, that's early, man. When I when I was in New York a couple times, I was in New York in December. I was in New, New York in February. Places were packed at two two fifteen in the morning. Oh yeah, no, it's it's. It's early out here, but um, I'm a diehard A's fan, so I got to stay up. I'm not going to sleep. All right. Well, we'll be here for you. You know that. Yep. I appreciate it. Thanks again. If Ken Korak, the voice of summer, is still listening, Ken, seven wins in a row is 18.9 wins in a row. That's for you. Just doing the math. That's what these win streaks do, man. They just they, they add up. Losing streaks add up. Winning streaks add, add up. You do not want to be. And by the way, I got some great information from my producer, Commander Cody. You guys ready for this? The A's are 10-1 when they homer, 0-3 when they don't. Mike Fires twice, Frankie Montas twice, Chris Bassett twice. And Jesus Lazardo once have each gone five plus innings this year. There should be five or more innings. You know what the A's record are when they at least get five innings from their starters? Just five or more? They're six and one. There is proof in the pudding about a starter, whether the starter factors in the win or a loss. There is proof in the pudding the deeper your starter goes the better you are off. Why? Well, because first of all, the starter hasn't been knocked out, so that means the opposing team hasn't scored a ton of runs. I don't need analytics to tell me this. The deeper your guy goes, the better shot you have of winning the game. And it helps set you up the bullpen for games in the future. All right, we'll continue to take your phone calls at 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. We still have to hear from Marcus Simeon. We still have to hear from Bob Melvin. All coming up right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, brought to you by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Rack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. 
Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. Howdy folks, Colonel Sanders here, and I'm proud to introduce our newest tasty treat, Kentucky Fried Chicken and Donuts. Fried Chicken and Donuts are an indulgent, delicious, sweet and savory treat that's cooked fresh and hot to order. If you like Kentucky Fried Chicken and you like donuts, then this'll make your day, or night, or whenever time you happen to eat it, which works out just fine because they're cooked fresh and served hot all day. For a limited time, they're available as a chicken and donut sandwich or in a basket with tenders. Kentucky Fried Chicken and Donuts. Get them while they're hot, only at KFC. They're finger-licking good. Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. Foot odor throwing you off your game? Stick to a winning game plan with Odor Eaters, featuring three advanced odor and wetness fighters. The lineup provides long-lasting odor control, plus more to keep your feet on their game. Odor Eaters powder provides outstanding moisture control. Clear drying spray is the MVP in preventing athlete's foot, while insoles work continuously to manage wetness while adding a layer of comfort. Pick up today at Walmart, Target, CVS, Dollar General, or other fine retailers. Odor Eaters, destroy foot odor with the best in odor defense. One of the enduring charms of baseball is all the quirky rules that make up the great game. This Rules of the Road brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Bet you didn't know that runners advance one base if a pitched ball lodges in the umpire's or catcher's mask. The Rules of the Road brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. Hey A's fans, be sure to check out the Virtual A's Community Corner presented by Kaiser Permanente to view the A's item of the game every home game day. The item of the game will feature A's swag and past giveaway items for you to add to your collection. Visit athletics.com community to buy your item of the game today. Help your community and get a great item in the process. Only at athletics.com community. That's athletics.com community.
All right, let's get back out to the phones. Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show, 510-956-3700. My astrologer, Andrea, give me some good news. Yes, that was about as good as it gets to start the series with the Astros. I mean, good karma with that plane flying over that said Houston Asterix. It doesn't get much better than that. I think that was the baseball gods and goddesses uh, with their sense of humor. And dramatic. Look at that, 13 innings. And I, for one, I'm going to you know, stick up for Marcus Simeon, my fellow Virgo birthday twin, September 17. Uh, different year, of course. He's 1990. He's actually going to be 30 uh, next month. The Saturn return, which is increased ambition. And I'm just so glad he got a hit because I know Virgos can be so hard on themselves. I could kind of see him getting kind of down and, you know, um, very challenging and kind of skeptical. So this hit was really timely, I think, obviously for him and the team. And, um, you know, uh, what is it, seven or eight wins in a row, Tony? How many is it? Seven. Seven, yeah. So that's, you know, pretty exciting right there. I was telling you a call screener, I aged about 10 years watching the game. It was just like so many ups and downs and bases loaded is loaded bear team but you know the good guys prevail that's how i'm looking at it yeah the astros right now with so many rookies and so many pitchers that let's just see how this really starts to mount on them and steve sparks told us he goes you know the fact that this has all gone down some Mm -hmm. guys have handled it better than others Like, Mm. Carlos Correa has taken this head on. Like, he's a fighter, and he's like, you want to call me a fraud, a cheater? I'll fight you. But he says it's changed. He didn't want to get into names. But he he says it's changed some other guys that the shine is kind of off them and that some guys have not mentally dealt with this very well with basically everybody calling you a fraud and a cheater. Right. I mean, you know, you do the crime, you do the time. I mean, that's the karmic comeuppance. And I think Correa got hit also in a uncomfortable place, uh, be that as it may. And, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't be worn down by it? I mean, you do pick up the vibes, you feel the feelings, and it's a lot of negative energy, but they kind of brought it on themselves, which is how I see it. But nonetheless, it's pervasive, and I think your point is well taken. Yeah, it's a um, – it's interesting. I mean, they, they they truly are the one team that benefits the most from this pandemic. Right, because there's no live stand. You know, I was planning to go to the game, Downey, the whole series I was going to go to. And, you know, with the cardboard cutouts, you know, be that as it may, you know, they serve their purpose. But they're kind of getting off kind of scot-free without passionate A's fans in the stands, especially because it's such a rivalry. Oh, they were supposed to come to Oakland. They were supposed right. to go to uh, to Anaheim, and you're going to have the right. Angel fans, Dodger fans, were making the trip down to rip them. So they have got they've right. got, and plus, if you're noticing, like all these different interviews are are done on Ring Central. Yeah, that you're not getting the national media and the local media in your face in the clubhouse in front of your locker answering this question. So they're getting the opportunity to have the space from the media. So not only would you have every ballpark you would go to. Right. You would have people screaming at you, cheaters, frauds. You'd have the whole thing at every single ballpark. Then you'd have everybody's media. And, And at some point... 
their PR can't control it, and they just have to wear it, and that's, you know, it's changing. I mean, think of how soft mentally some of them are, and they mm-hmm. don't have the crowds and the media, what it really would have been like. Hey, Andrew, thank you for the phone call. We'll yes, talk to you thank soon. thank you, Tony. Take let's care. Go, let's go to Brian in Reading. Brian, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Chris. It's Ryan, by the way. All right, Ryan. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How how you doing? Heck of a night, I gotta say. Pretty um, special. So, uh, uh, Andrea, uh, waxing gibbous uh, moon, but uh, we'll move on from there. Um, so my, I just you know, it's so strange. I just talked to my cousin who lives in Australia in Mudgee, New South Wales, in Australia. And yeah, I know you guys have the uh, Australian guy that you'd like to talk to. Um, anyway, we were talking and, uh, the game was going and it was crazy and he's an ace fan. So he lives in Mudgee. So I'm going to give Ernie a little, a little shout for that. And, uh, hopefully we can hear from your, uh, Australian friend. Liam Hendricks. Oh, well, I mean the guy that called in, but. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. The guy that called in loves Ken Korak on the broadcast. Yeah. He was, uh, Indeed. He, he's probably Indeed, listening. Totally. What is it like? Three o'clock there uh, on it's Saturday. Actually, uh, four th- it's four thirty in the afternoon uh, tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Crazy. Anyway, uh, Bassett, heck of a game. Um, uh, the pitching has just been phenomenal. Uh, Olson, I was kind of hoping he'd clock that one for that. Uh, I do want to hear. I do want to hear that one grand slam to make it three. That would be amazing at some point by anyone, and so. I don't know. The guys are doing good. I think I think they've got it dialed, and I think the Astros are um, really uh, coming in real slight. I like that. They're real slight because I mean you know, they're not doing uh, they just they, they, they don't they don't have that pop. And so I know Springer was out, but um, Olson. You know, I was kind of hoping for him, but I kind of felt I didn't think he might get it, but that had been like monumental. But um, well, you, you, you know, you know, you know what's what's a possibility is if you play a few more extra inning games, you're going to keep getting chances with the bases loaded because just the way the wackiness, the way it works. I mean, you had bases loaded multiple times tonight where you had a shot at it. So you know, Indeed. if you keep playing extra innings games, the A's are going to have a shot at another grand slam and to break the record. And they're the only ones that are three and zero in extra innings. Is there who who is? Do you know who is second place in that? Has anyone gone extra? Oh, the teams and have. One? I don't. I, I don't know. The other teams have multiple extra innings okay. wins. Yeah. I can look it up, that but I, I don't know good. right now. No, that's cool. Anyway, the uh, the yeah, like this, the A's are you know killing it, and uh, Bowmel, yeah, that guy, he's just smart. So, love yeah, it. We're lucky to have him. Thank you, Brian. You call again. And speaking of Bob Melvin, here was Bob Melvin after the game with the media. Are you still awake? Bob, just after uh, after all the chances that you guys had going there in the late innings, what did it mean to just stop? Can you move that screen back just a little bit? Just that. Um, yeah. I mean, we left some guys on base, but, you know, so did they. And it's a game of attrition sometimes, and you got to just keep your fight up. You know that, you know, once you give up a run – in extra innings, you still have a guy on second base with a good chance to score another run. So, you know, it's frustrating for a while, but you got to keep your head up. You know, you still have a chance to win the game, and it's exactly what happened. 
this is the first time I think that you guys had uh, trailed in extra innings. Did that change the dynamic at all going into the bottom of the 13th there? No. You know, it just depends on where you are in the order sometimes. And it just goes to show you sometimes a bunt doesn't work. I mean, it's just not automatic. Everybody sometimes thinks it's just automatic. You bunt over, you get a sack fly, and the game's over. It doesn't happen that way sometimes. So um, we're in a good position a couple times. We had the guys that we wanted up several times. And, you know, at the, at the end of the day, it was the bottom of the order there in the last inning that, that got the big hits and got on base, and then Marcus finished it off. So, again, it's just, just fight as hard as you can and, and never – you know, come back into the dugout dejected because in extra innings, you always have a chance to score a run without a hit. Just give it the kind of rough start that Simeon had. What do you, uh, what do you think about him getting the big hit there? You know, it's, he's a fighter, so you always feel good about it. You know, he hasn't got off to a good start. He can't, he didn't come through a couple times, but every time he goes up there, he, he, he still has an attitude about him. And, you know, once Austin knocked that run in and then Tony Kemp had an absolutely fantastic at bat, put it in Marcus' hands again, you know, he look, he's looking forward to it as opposed to sometimes when you're, you know, when you're not swinging good, you don't look forward to those at-bats, but he, he does every time. How big was Wendelk in there to get those three innings um, in relief? Yeah, we had, you know, we had Lou left and then Mangden for length. So uh, it was important that, you know, and he was pitching well. If he wasn't pitching well and his pitch count wasn't, you know, at a good spot, we'd have done something a little bit different. So, you know, to, to only give up one run in three innings when there's a man on second base every time, that, that's that's some good pitching. Seems like ages ago, but what would you think of the work that Bassett did today? Yeah, another terrific game. You know, it's seven innings, you know, against that lineup. Um, you know, you look this time of year, maybe six to go seven like that in a close game as well, where every pitch, every pitch means something, he's off to a great start. Bobby, talk so much about your bullpen, uh, the work they did tonight, especially working out of trouble a lot, you know, obviously having the, the extra man on, on base too. No, it was, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. I mean, you know, in JB's case, he gives up a run and it looks like you lose the game. But if you only give up one run in three innings with a man on second base to start, it means you've done your job and you've done it well. So, you know, the bullpen's been completely lights out, you know, for, for the most part of this year. And, uh, you know, had to pick up a, a lot of innings again today with, with several guys down as well. Bob, earlier today, Mark Canna said uh, it's a good offense because so many people are, are chiming in as opposed to maybe the names that you normally think of top of mind with the A's, which will come around tonight. Robbie Grossman gets the big home run. Austin, you mentioned, tied the game. Do you feel the same way that you've got others that the way that they're doing that? Yeah. Kind of off that you have? That's why it's a team game. And Tony Kemp's at bats tonight across the board. Every, you know, almost every at bat was a good at bat out of him. So, you know, there's sometimes that you, you count on the bottom of the order, and it's it's really what won us the game tonight as well. But what about Austin Allen's night? You know, he strikes out in his pre-bit bat, doesn't start the game, and he's up there down down to your last out. He's a rookie. What right. about that at-bat? You get walked, you know, intentionally walked to get to you. And, you know, and now you got the whole left side of the diamond open for a guy who's a pull hitter. And when you get to two strikes, just try to be late and on top. And, that, and that's exactly what he did. So we're not sitting here right now in this fashion if, if he doesn't get that hit. 
All right, let's go to Matt in Sacramento. Matt, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Tony, what's going on? How much better does it feel tonight than it did last Friday? I'm doing my little Friday night ritual, walking around the neighborhood after the night game and, uh, you know, listening to the the post-game show. And we had just lost to the Mariners, and now we've won seven straight. And if you use this little 60-game formula, we've got a 9.45 game division lead. That feels great, but really what I want to talk about (laughs) <laughs> but really what I want to talk about is I know that caller earlier was talking about Whit Merrifield, but you know, if you don't look now, but Tony Kemp's got a 500 OBP. And I tell you what, the defense he's been playing, that play he made ranging to his left and getting me out at first was just exceptional. I mean, we didn't see anything like that last year with Profar. He seems to handle all the throws well and everything. And then just Chris Bassett too. I mean, come on. I mean, you had been talking about him the whole quarantine pandemic break. I don't know what you want to call that, but I think he's putting his hat in the ring and this is, you know, maybe putting the, you know, getting a little ahead of myself, but I think he's putting his hat in the ring to start one of those three playoff games. If there's a three game series in the first round, like they're saying, so he's going to be hard to deny. And I know it would be hard to, you know, not start Mike Fires again, but you know, if you go Frankie Lazardo and Bassett, it's it's hard to argue against any of those three guys right now. Depending on what Lazardo does going forward, but I'm excited. This is great. Appreciate everything. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, hey, Matt, you still there? Oh yes, sir. How nice is it just to walk around at night and fresh air and listen to the radio or listen to listen to Ace Cast while we're streaming and it's a beautiful night. Isn't it great just to be walking around the neighborhood at night? It's fantastic. It really is. There's nobody around that can be social distanced. It's seventy degrees. It's just nice. Especially after a win. I do not like walking after losses. It's a little bit of a of an angrier walk, but this is awesome. Yeah, you have a good night, Matt. Thank you for the phone call. I like to do that being a night night owl that I am. I love to walk around the neighborhood at night. All right, we got one more segment. We got to hear from Marcus Simeon. Haven't talked much about Simeon. The game-winning hit also had the double in the third, had some key defensive plays. Marcus will be on the A's Clubhouse Show next. Of course, the A's Clubhouse Show is brought to you by your Northern California Lexus dealers. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central the number one global communication solution for business. RingCentral makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving RingCentral free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at RingCentral.com. Welcome to the new RingCentral. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university. We are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. If baby could talk, she'd say a lot. You'd know what she's thinking and what makes her happy. But unfortunately, baby can't talk or remind you. You're the one taking her to daycare today. And she won't speak up if you drive straight to work like any other day and never think to look in the backseat. Every year, dozens of kids die from heat stroke in cars. No one is perfect. So set a reminder and always look before you lock. Where's baby? Paid for by NHTSA. 
A's fans, have you seen the great images of our fans all around the Coliseum during NBC Sports California broadcasts? With our Coliseum Cutouts program, fans can still be a part of the ballpark atmosphere even while watching from home. These awesome cutouts benefit the Oakland A's Community Fund. Learn more about the program at athletics.com cutouts. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is gone. We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell, Bip, and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre- and post-game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and NBC Sports California. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. This is A's Clubhouse. Chris Townsend with you. Before we get to Marcus Simeon, let's go to Jonathan and Hayward. Good evening, Jonathan. Good evening, Townie. Oh, wow. Uh, I, With all the changes with COVID, I specifically wanted to wait for this series uh, to make my first call of the season since obviously we can't be at the park. But, wow, what a game. I, I missed the Grossman's home run because I was uh, in services in my synagogue on Zoom, but come off and saw the bottom of the ninth and all of extra innings and just so intense with the runner on second. I, I got worried like everybody, especially when Bregman got that big hit because it looked like we just couldn't get the clutch hit. But finally, Austin Allen for the, the second time with a big RBI and then Simeon to win it. They're just playing out of their minds right now and they're sticking with it. And I'm pitching myself to hear the A's have won seven in a row. You know, we got the Astros. We've been waiting for this series see what happens the next two days but uh all of a sudden the, the a's and my marlins are two of the hottest teams in baseball right now and i don't know what's going to happen but 60 games season anything can happen and l look what's happening uh we finally may have the astros and uh i don't know what's going on uh, over in the national league east 
but wow, <laughs> I've, I've missed baseball so much. And this is exactly the reason why, because, you know, it is the greatest game in the world when, when things can go your way. And, and we know when they don't go your way, it's the most frustrating game in the world, but this is, this is why we love it. Right. Yeah. Jo- Jonathan, two things on that. One is that usually Bregman gets the hit run scored, you're done, right? You're just done. Right. Well, now you're not done because you're starting the inning with a guy on second. And then number two, I can't tell you how proud I am. Well, first of all, I'm not happy the way the Marlins got it, but I'm now proud of the Marlins because everybody played this doom and gloom, closed down the game, you shouldn't be playing. See, And I'm like, you realize that when the Marlins, a bunch of them had COVID, and as they were testing positive, they were smoking the Phillies 11-6. to 6. They go in quarantine, they come back, and now they're smoking people again. And guys have been out, and they've brought new guys in. They have shown this is how it's going to work if some people get COVID. The, the Marlins are showing baseball, and baseball has admitted that, hey, we knew at some point some guys might get it, but we're not shutting down the sports because we shouldn't shut down the sport. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, that's what's so magical is, is you never know what's going to happen uh, no, no matter what. That there There is resiliency out there. I was mad at Jeter. I was mad at the organization thinking, here we go again. We took such a beating. You know, <laughs> what a difference a few weeks made. I was miserable out of my mind. And once again, we were the laughing stock of baseball. Look at us now. Nobody can laugh at what they're doing. They should not be playing this well, and they are. It's incredible, and it just shows how magical and beautiful the game can be when you play as a team, no matter what the circumstances are. Jonathan, it's good to hear you for the first time. we got to get to Marcus Simeon, but uh, great to hear from you. Great great to hear your voice, too. I've missed you all these months. Yeah, well, you got to go to A's cast. Yeah. Thanks, Jonathan. Sure. Here is Marcus Simeon, who had a big night tonight after the game with the media. Um, how, how big was it just before you were at bat to see uh, Allen get that game-tying hit there, especially with two strikes? I mean, what was that moment just like as a momentum booster in the, in the dugout? Yeah, that was big. I think um, when, when a manager walks somebody to get to you, you have you know, a little extra fire. Um, but he, he just had a good approach. You know, you, you have to get that guy's – cutter a little lower you know he was getting guys to chase up and it looked like from the side that his swing was just grooved to hit a line drive over there and they were shifting so I was hoping he would do it um and that was that was just perfect what's your approach going up there and you're at bat uh, sorry Mark uh, what's your approach just going up there and you're at bat uh, obviously with base load and just trying to get a guy yeah, for me, it's just trying to be on time. You know, I've been struggling with my timing a little bit, so just being on time. And same thing with Austin. Like I said, you, that guy was getting guys to chase up. So just anything that is hard and a little lower, just attack it. Just put a lot of work in earlier in the day, trying to hit line drives to the opposite field, and uh, it's a good feeling when it when it clicks because it for a while it hadn't been. Hadn't been clicking, went off the ball a little bit. So uh, that was a perfect to go the other way with because it was cutting away from me. Uh, Marcus, I apologize if you've been asked this already, but how frustrating was that starting to get in extra innings with you guys leaving so many runners on base, a lot of strikeouts this minute, third, and so on? Yeah, I mean, they got that guy with Paredes 
he's got one of the best fastballs we've seen. We've never seen him. You know, now we know. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll face him again this year and we know what to expect, but that's part of the game. You know, there's added pressure, especially at this level, and you know that all you have to do is, you know, hit the ball in the outfield, but it's really not that easy, especially against that guy. So, um, you know, good job by him. He did, you know, Paredes did a good job. The next couple guys, you know, they just got us. We're going to come back, come through next time. It's just that's how the game goes. You guys uh, struggling with your timing a little bit. Is that something that um, you've just been feeling for the first couple of weeks? Of no doubt. I mean, it's not hitting the ball hard. Not hitting the ball hard. There's a reason for it. You know, my, my stroke feels good, but, you know, sometimes it's approach. Sometimes it's timing. Uh, body position, you know, there's a lot of things it could be. That's that's what early work is for, cage work. Um, once you get in the game, you just have to compete, but you want to create good habits in that work. Uh, you had bases loaded in the fifth inning and grounded out to end the inning. How great was it to end the game in the same situation, this time bringing in some run? Yeah, I mean um, – Renke was throwing me his best stuff that at bat. It's funny because he switched to the windup halfway through the at bat. And for me, I saw him better out of the stretch. So that was, I think that was a good move by him to do that and do some good pitches. And, you know, he painted a fastball away and I was a little early. I hit it okay, but right to a guy. You know, it sucks when you don't come through. It's almost like you'd rather strike out than hit into a double play because at least you have a chance uh, with the next guy. But, like I said, that's part of the game, and uh, you know, it's just a kind of an ugly game offensively the whole way around. So you know, tomorrow, hopefully, we come through better. What was just your view of uh, of the play that Chapman made? I think it was in the top of the tenth to to save the run there. Obviously, a lot happened after that, but at the time, it was a pretty pretty momentous play. I think anytime the ball's hit that way, I think it's going to get caught. Um, down the line or in the six holes. So I wasn't necessarily surprised. I think that in those situations, he locks in even more. He's already the best in the game, but he locks in even more when he can save a run. And uh, he got up quickly, made a great throw, and that was exactly what we needed. Marcus, what has this been like for you mentally uh, coming off such a great year last year and struggling to start this year? How have you, how have you managed the mental part of that? Yeah, it's tough because you start to think that you need to tinker with everything and, you, you know, is it my swing? Is it, what is it? But I think half the time it's, they're attacking me different because they, they know last year I put up some good numbers and um, you, know, you just, you're not getting as much to hit. And you think that you're just going to get the same pitches that, you know, they threw last year and that's part of it. Um, you know, kind of created some bad habits there early on. And, you know, even since spring and summer camp, just hadn't really been driving the ball well. Uh, so that's what I'm working on every day. And, um, you know, once it clicks in the game, you get some confidence and you go from there. In what ways are they attacking you differently? Well, just, you know, they're being more careful. I think that we saw that with Texas. They're just being real careful and, you know, have, I'm trying to take the low pitches. Sometimes they're calling them. And you just find yourself in, in an 0 for 3 like, like that. Um, that's, that's that's what I'm going through right now, but I think today was a good uh, good day to build off with two two line drives the other way, and that's what I'm gonna keep working on and um, you know, get rolling from there.
He's a good guy. Hell of a player. And he's going to get hot. And when he gets hot, look out. What do we got going tomorrow? Let me find my notes here. What did I do with I lost my notes. All right. We're going to have Valdez up against Montas. It's going to be a regular deal. So first pitch is going to be 110. And pregame, A's total access is going to be at 1215. We've had all these wacky times to accommodate the Texas teams. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, this is awesome. A final in 13. Three to two. The ball club is 10 and four. They've won seven in a row. They got a three and a half game lead. Uh, God, I thought they were nine and four. They're 10 and four. So there is only 46 games left. Uh, they're three and a half game lead over Houston. And this is a way to demoralize them. They're now six and seven. Beat them tomorrow, six and eight. Beat them again, six and nine. Sweep their you know what. Bang on those trash cans, you cheaters. God, I wish fans were in the ballpark. This is going to be a fun series. All right, A's with the win in 13, 3 to 2. We'll see you tomorrow at 12:15. Have a great We've got what? 2-3 minutes. Have a great rest of the night. Have a great morning. Stay safe and we'll see you tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. Want to add to your collection of A's memorabilia? The Oakland A's Community Fund will host online auctions throughout the season. You can bid on great and unique A's items like baseballs, bats, and more, with proceeds benefiting the Oakland A's Community Fund. Visit athletics.com community for information on the A's online auctions. That's athletics.com community. It will. Back is Upton. At the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.